With gratitude, we would like to acknowledge that Foundry Ridge Meadows is on the unceded, ancestral, traditional, and territorial land of the Catesi and Kwantlen people. Hello, welcome back to Peers in a Pod. I'm Connor, and I'm here with Jenny. Today, we're going to be talking about how Jenny is moving on uh, from Foundry into her new position uh, we'll get into a little bit about what that is at first, but this is going to be like a goodbye, uh, a transition of my wonderful co-host uh, oh, who's moving on. I'm going to cry. This is going to be a nice little farewell episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, any crying, we're going to leave in. <laughs> I'll try to keep it silent tears. Okay. So maybe we want to talk a little bit about what your position is that you're moving into. So some of you might have heard of them. You may have not heard of them, um, but they're called ICY teams. So it's Integrated Child Youth Teams. Um, and they're going to be throughout Maple Ridge and Pitt Meadows. And they're supporting youth ages 5 to 18. Um, and I will be a part of that team as Youth Peer Coordinator. It's my title. Very fancy, I know. Very fancy. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about resources and things on past episodes of the podcast. Now this is a new one coming to our community. What what would people go to an ICY hub for? Yeah, so I mean, I think much like the way Foundry is operated, it's going to be an integrated team. So we're going to have some... Uh, concurrent substance use disorder clinicians, we're going to have uh, youth peer coordinators like me, there's going to be a bunch of other people involved on the team, um, all working towards care. So it'll be, it's brand new, so this is kind of a new concept to me as well, but I think it's going to be pretty great. Yeah, it's really interesting when you get to, to build up a program to kind of fit the gaps that you've identified and been able to see, right? Yeah, very exciting. All right, so I've prepared some questions as sort of uh, an outgoing interview style um, for you, Jenny. So the first one I have is, how has your experience been being a support person at Boundary? Yeah, I mean, I could go on about it for hours, but I feel like I've, you know, it's been probably the best opportunity to come to me in my life, right? I've learned so much you know, both from the people I'm working with um, in terms of like coworkers, but also from the youth I've worked with. I mean, I feel like they are very wise <laughs> um, and have taught me a lot about myself, a lot about what care can look like, a lot about what people need for wellness. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a big question. Uh, but it's it's meant a lot to me, and I think it's uh, changed me for the better. Yeah. Oh, man, there's a wicked reference in there. If only I could have a little bit more musical knowledge. Changed <laughs> me for the... Okay. It's, no, what? <laughs> you never watched? You never heard Listen to Wicked? No. Oh, you need to listen to Wicked. Sorry. I Well, I know the um, gravities in Wicked, right? Yeah. 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 Right, I know um, that one. So... <laughs> This, I guess, ties into a little bit about what you're talking about, how you've learned some things from the different people that uh, you've been interacting with at this job. 
what is something you'll take away from this experience, kind of thinking and dredging up how how being here has changed you? Um, I think it sounds like a silly thing to take away, but it's really helped me. It's like learning that I uh, I'm always learning and that I'm always evolving along this like mental health journey along recovery that even though I'm in a place where I feel like my mental health is fairly stable that there's still things I can learn there's still areas I can grow in and there's still ways that maybe I don't take care of myself in the way that I should and I think being in a job where you are supporting other people it kind of pushes you um, to really rethink and reconsider the way you take care of yourself as well because you can't take care of anyone else if you're not being taken care of. Um, and it kind of just recentered this idea of like, I need to make sure my needs are fulfilled and I need to be self-aware and keeping an eye on my mental health, even though I'm in a place where, you know, I'm fairly stable. Because even when you're in recovery, even when you're, you know, quote unquote stable, there's still things that might come up and there's still things I think you need to be aware of in your own care. And I think it's a big thing I've learned in supporting other people. Um, the other huge thing I think I'll take with me is how resilient humans are, right? Like the some young people that I talk to and the things that they've had to deal with at a very young age, it, you know, it breaks your heart a little bit, but they're still trying and they're working towards being well and they're taking care of themselves. And it's kind of awesome to see, right? Like, I remember for me what a big step it was to reach out for help. That's going to be loud. In there. <laughs> um, what a big step it was for me to reach out for help um, and, and to get the support I needed. And so to see young people coming in every single day for the first time to get help, recognizing that they needed like a little bit of an additional support is really amazing. I need to stop clapping. Okay, we'll both do a clap. You know what? I'll stay in. Yeah, great. Love um, that. No, I mean, I think that's really, that's such a poignant way to, to think of it and encapsulate it because it really is a journey almost without the destination are you realistically for people who everybody has mental health but for those who find certain aspects of their mental health challenging right are you ever really going to reach a destination where you're like i don't need to work on anything anymore for the mm -hmm. rest of my life i'm good probably not right yeah. but the journey is pretty wonderful and it's amazing what you can see and experience along the way yeah i think it's very true right and there is no destination like you're always learning and growing and I think you know when we fail as humans is when we stop learning and growing and trying to improve ourselves because um, there is no perfection right and I think the key too is also like taking that journey and enjoying the small pieces of it as well right like I, I think it can be you want to get to a place of recovery so that you can just like enjoy every aspect of life all the time. And it's like, even if you get to a place where you're really well, there's still hard days and there's still things that happen in life that are like out of our control. And so I think just learning to enjoy the small things along the way that like make life okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, 
important. And, and yeah, I just, I think the biggest thing I've taken away from this experience is just like how amazed I am by young people, right? They're so cool. It gives you a little bit more hope. Definitely. It does give me hope, actually. Like, it gives me hope thinking about the future when I'm like, man, if these young people I'm working with are what our future is going to look like, we'll be okay. <laughs> like, you know, they care so much and they're working so hard. And I think understand the world in a way that I don't know if I did at that age and, and are just so aware. Um, and I, yeah, I find it really impressive. I, I'm learning from them all the time. I think it is really um, a generational thing that as you get to a certain age, you can kind of appreciate how, in a weird way, everybody that is coming after you, the, the younger generations, are there to kind of surpass everything that you've built up and tried to work on. And it's kind of just amazing to see that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it's on a, you know smaller kind of more selfish scale I think it also confirmed for me that I'm in the right field that I'm on the right path and that working with youth is absolutely what I want to do with my future <laughs> I mean when I first took this job it, I was in university um, and I was like oh what a great opportunity to see if this is a fit for me and to utilize some of my experience in a more positive way uh, and I didn't realize it would just, like, completely confirm for me that this is absolutely the, the path that I should be going down. Um, <laughs> and that this is absolutely the kind of career for me. I don't see my life now not working with young people in, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything about like huge giant decisions that are for the rest of your <laughs> your life. What I guess how has this informed the direction that you want to go? Like, do you have ideas about what you'd like your future with working with the youth to look like? Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, there's two ways it's informed it. There's a very like practical way in that. You know, I do hope to eventually do my master's in counseling and, and work as a counselor or in some way work in, in community work, in mental health. Um, but I think in a more like broad or, or philosophical sense, it's kind of um, shown me the values that I want to hold as a counselor, that I want to hold as someone who works with young people, really valuing young people as the expert in their own experience treating them, you know, as people who are capable and who know their own situation, because I think so often teenagers aren't treated that way. And they're so smart, like they know what's going on. Right. And, and so I think it's guided it that way. And I think coming from that lens of like, I am not the expert in this, the person I'm speaking to is the expert in this, and really just trying to take what they need and what they're looking for is key. Yeah, I think just in a greater sense, really, like, putting the youth voice at the forefront of everything um, is kind of key. And, and try not to lose those pieces of me that remember what it's like to be that age and to be in that place. Yeah. You know, there's a lot that can be done with an education and somebody who has, you know, a lot of knowledge about a subject, especially like counseling, psychology, and stuff like that. But two heads really are better than one, right? They're, when you're in that sort of a situation, you're talking with these young people, 
like you say, they're aware. They know what's going on. Nobody understands or at least can can explain as best they can what's going on for them than them, right? I mean, you have an expert in the room when you're talking with these people, and it's not you. It's <laughs> yeah, them. Exactly. And I also think, you know, there's there's all these things you learn in school that we've even learned in our, our peer support training in terms of, like, ways to communicate and certain questions to ask and certain ways to phrase things, you know, so people feel validated and heard and understood. And those things are super valuable, but they're not valuable if they're not being used in a purposeful, meaningful way. They're not being used if they're just being used because it's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, especially early on in education, it's easy to like fall into that trap when you haven't had that like real life experience. And like what I've recognized working with young people is that sometimes things go in a direction that you don't expect them to. And that's okay. And that the biggest thing in like connecting with people and being a support person is coming as a genuine and authentic person and being that first before anything else. Yeah. I mean, I, I think intention plays a big role in things, right? Your intention is to help support the person in front of you. And that ultimately doesn't leave a lot of uh, decision-making in your hands about where things are going to go because it's what they need support with. So it can look very different when a person walks in the door than what you might think at first. Totally, totally. You, you never know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth when nope. they sit down, right? So I think being flexible and being prepared for things to go in a direction that you weren't expecting is super important. I think that's probably another thing that at least I've noticed that you, you've grown a lot with is there have been numerous things that have come up that are outside of your comfort zone or that kind of have thrown you for a loop. And I have progressively watched you at least outwardly panic less and less <laughs> over the course of working here. Yeah, Connor's been, uh, he's gotten to see all of my panic and all of my stress. Um, yeah, we always joke that we peer support each other. Yeah. But I think it's more Connor peer supporting me. I don't know. That's <laughs> In my moments of high anxiety and freaking out, am I doing the right thing? So there was definitely a lot more like improvisation on this job than initially I I thought, right? Um, but there's a lot that you just have to kind of take and run with. Yeah, when you work with people, that's mm -hmm. that's sometimes the reality of like they're gonna say what they're gonna say, they're going through whatever they're going through, and you really don't have a ton of an idea of what that's gonna be until you sit down and start talking to them. So I kind of mentioned it a little bit just right there, but there have been numerous projects or uh, goals that have been set up over you know the year and a bit or two years that we've been working here. So for your side of things, what's something that you've kind of taken by the reins, been a part of, some sort of project or accomplishment that you're most proud of? Uh, I got to shout out my YAC, my Youth Action Committee. I'm so proud of them. Um, I, I think it's like amazing to have this opportunity where young people can be involved and having a say in what's happening at a center that's meant for them. I think it's really important. Um, for those of you who don't know, sorry, YAC Youth Action Committee is our table of young people who are involved in being an advisory committee and they also put on different events for young people in our community. So that's definitely been 
you know, an area of pride and passion for me. Um, and it's been, you know, really cool just to see their ideas come to fruition and come to life. And it's been uh, a piece that's hard for me to let go of <laughs> and, and hand off to someone else to coordinate. But I know, um, that the Yak team kind of knows what they want to achieve. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping they'll achieve great things moving forward. And I know they will. It, it's been hard for me to let go of, though, and something that um, I'm definitely proud of. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have, Foundry wouldn't look like what it looks like if it weren't for them. From the very beginning, the Youth Action Committee has been literally deciding where walls should mm -hmm. be when this place was built. Like, yeah, yeah, like before I was ever even involved in, in coordinating YAC, they were making, you know, major decisions for what our space was going to look like, you know, and I think that is very cool and very interesting. And I mean, you know, they're, they're not things I'll get into the, into, at a podcast just because confidentiality, but any time I've seen a client achieve something that they thought they couldn't or come out of their shell or become themselves in some way, you know, you can't help but feel extremely proud. Even though I have nothing to do with it, it's all about doing their own work. It's still really cool to see people grow and evolve. Um, and to see the rate that young people do it at is also really amazing. So that's always something you feel a little prideful about. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said, too, about every time somebody gains the confidence and recognizes their resilience to be themselves unapologetically in the world, it has this wonderful ripple effect that then they've now created space for the other people in their lives that they don't even maybe know about that are going through things to also take that step in being more confident and being themselves, right? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you see the, like, true roots of what peer support is happen daily. Yeah, and daily. being yeah, a cog in the machine that makes that yeah. possible. Right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's just, I actually feel very, like, grateful and very lucky to be in a job where we get to witness those moments um, because I think that's actually a very, like, privileged position to be, to get to see people achieve goals and and see the work and the effort and the thought that people are putting into their own lives is pretty amazing. Like I, all the time, young people are making, you know, they're becoming aware about themselves and, and they're pointing things out to me where I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah. It's <laughs> so insightful. And I'm just like, yeah. after I've had a number of appointments where like at the end of the day, I'm like, should I be looking at myself? Cause this person <laughs> just like did something and they're like 13 or whatever. Like, totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I feel the same way where sometimes I like walk away at night and I'm like, man, what am I, what am I here for? Yeah, like, absolutely. They've got this figured out on their own. Right. And I think that's really yeah, a really cool position to be in where you get to witness some of that and be a very small part of their lives for a period of time. I think it's it's a really cool place to be. Yeah. Well, I want to uh, to thank you for, for sharing your thoughts and uh, sharing your journey thus far and continuing on with whatever that looks like wherever you're at will be very helpful to lots of people. I know that much. I hope. I hope. That's the goal. Um, so yeah, for any of you who have come in and seen me personally, um, or have seen my silly videos on Instagram, or have listened to the podcast, 
Um, you all amaze me all the time. Uh, I feel so lucky to have gotten to work here and gotten to work with so many amazing people. I didn't mention it enough in this podcast, but I got to shout out the team too, because I've learned so much from the people I work with. Um, and the staff here is just so lovely and all genuinely want what's best for young people, which is, is a very cool place to be. So this will be me signing off of the pod for the last time. Uh, the pod will continue. It will outlast me. <laughs> it will outlast both of us. And we'll yeah. be uh, kind of introducing some new voices, as it were, uh, in the next episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Keep being amazing. And I'll be around. I'll be in the community. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.